quick note before we get started, this is a bonus Terminus Legion podcast for those who listen to the November podcast. You heard part of the interview with Matt Stegall. This podcast expands on that. It includes the material from the, the from the January podcast, but it also covers Atlanta Once MLS and the early days of Terminus Legion. So again, this is Matt Stegall uh, talking about the early days of Terminus Legion. Hope you enjoy. So Matt Segal joins me. Matt was one of the founders of Terminus Legion and is a current board member. So a couple years ago, uh, he was part of Atlanta Once MLS. So let's just start there and, and, and talk about that. So yes, yeah, so this is probably, I, I would guess the start of everything came back in March of 2011 when there was a MLS exhibition, uh, kind of similar to what Charleston does every year, where they bring in like two or three MLS teams, they all just kind of play each other as part of their exhibition games. And uh, the Atlanta Beat owner, um, T. Fitz Johnson was his name, kind of just had a quote out there that was like, we're really just trying to test the demand for soccer in the market and see if Atlanta can support an MLS team. So I read that quote, I'm like, all right, where are the supporters groups? Where are the, you know, where's the support? that's bringing together and organizing all this uh, all this support for a future team and um, you know did some research couldn't find anyone and uh, lo and behold I just sat there and said well if nobody's done it yet um, I'll, I'll be the one to get it kind of going so I uh, just kind of came up with the name ATL and MLS bought the website kind of did it all in the span of uh, a couple of days and talked to the organizers of the, of the event they gave me a booth to stand at and I started the petition and that kind of started a three-year uh, odyssey, I guess, of trying to just, uh, you know, get petition signatures, go to every soccer event there was in Atlanta, and just uh, kind of show that, yeah, there was support for a future team in Atlanta. And, uh, yeah, and I, I, it, it was very successful. Uh, one of the greatest things about the whole experience was I really started to meet and uh, and bring together all the most like diehard and passionate soccer fans in Atlanta. And so I was just, you know, I would go to an event and, and you realize just how small that soccer community kind of starts to become when, you know, everyone kind of started to know each other and we started doing a few events and then that kind of led into Terminus Legion after a few years once we knew that um, a team was likely to come. Okay, so let's talk about the petition real quick. So what was the wording? What were you looking for? What did you use the website for? Uh, so atl1mls.com was basically just a, a online web, you know, and I, I had social media. I was trying to just any news article that talked about the future team, talked about soccer in Atlanta, just, you know, anything just to kind of just update the news. If there's a little snippet of, or nugget of uh, information or leak, I, you know, I was all over it and trying to share it. Uh, so really just kind of being a, a news resource. And then as people went to the website or shared the website, they could actually see, uh, you know, name, email, just a very, you know, quick uh, contact form that enabled them just digitally show their support. And then I went to a bunch of events and had clipboard and paper and, uh, you know, and would go home at the end of the day and transcribe about 500 to 1,000 email addresses into the, you know, into the petition, hundreds if not thousands of pages of, you know, people's signatures and uh, wound up getting a, probably if you count, you know, I always just counted like Facebook likes and Twitter followers and 
uh, petition signatures all kind of together, we had well over about 10,000, uh, you know, connections or what I just called, uh, you know, signs of support. And, uh, you know, and that was uh, just every event, every, uh, every possible way to get there and meet people. And I'd be going to a beer event or a beer festival and just standing up there with a, you know, and I'd hook up FIFA or something, or I'd, you know, have a few giveaways like wristbands, and I'd just sit there and, you know, anybody want to, uh, you know, anybody like soccer, anyone, or anybody want to support a team, and, you know, and, and so I really wanted to just keep going it locally into people's neighborhoods, having the events, having bring people together. And uh, yeah, and, and you know, like really it was just so cool like seeing, you know, and it, it was really good at the very beginning because I would just reach out to a restaurant, reach out to a brewery and be like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to bring soccer fans together. It's a, you know, really grassroots group. And more often than not, the or in the organization I was talking to would open their doors, provide, you know, really discount, like really awesome discounts, really, you know, and so like everyone has just been so supportive, uh, you know, and so so helpful in, in, in helping helping it grow from literally a guy sitting on his couch saying, Hey, maybe we can you know, I really wanna like bring everyone together to suddenly I look and there's hundreds of people showing up for events. You know, the number one thing I always got is what would the name be? And it was the most passionate, you know, discussions. I heard everything from, uh, you know, remakes of European teams to totally brand new names. And, it, you know, and it was interesting because everybody was very passionate. And I learned that no matter what the team name was, there would be a lot of people that would be upset. So, uh, you know, made me kind of, when they did announce the team name, just kind of, you know, they, I, I realized just from having those conversations that there is no perfect name that everybody would uh, would like. So, uh, so you got this website, you've got some social media, you've got 10,000 names. What were you, pl I mean, was there someone you were trying to get it to or were you just trying to create critical mass or sort of what was the end goal? Yes, the end goal was just really just to like show that there was support in the end. And, you know, and I worked with, you know, I, I had some communications back and forth with uh, Arthur Blank and his team and, you know, and they would ask, you know, they would ask questions or we would know of an event coming up and, a, you know, they would kind of request that I try to get, you know, a few people there or something and just to show that there was um, the support and then, uh, you know, we, we, we were kind of given a little, um, you know, advance notice or something that there was an announcement coming in April of 2014 and uh, and that's when we really started to hunker down and say, okay, let's get Terminus Legion together and uh, make it an actual supporters group for the for the team. And so then that's when Terminus Legion kind of started out of that back in uh, January of 2014. Yeah, talk about that. I mean, I know uh, from talking to, you know, some of the originals, like Arthur Blank basically said, okay, here we go, and like you said, you guys hunkered down. Talk about those months leading up to, it was like April was the official, April 2014. Yep. Yep. You know, from January to April, what are you guys doing? What's happening? What's, I mean, just talk about that. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was go time. Uh, you know, I spent three hours, or three years, uh, just getting signatures on a, on a petition, and then suddenly it's like, okay, this is starting to get real. Uh, and that's where, you know, we had a few meetings, uh, you know, what, what's the name of the organization, you know, the, the, the group going to be, what's the, you know, what are our goals, what are our missions, uh, who's, who's in what role, what, what do we do, what do we do, uh, you know, okay, and suddenly tomorrow is the, the launch event. And, uh, you know, we were lucky to have, 
you know quite a few people there, and, and, and they, they you know there to show that there was there was support. There was already this diehard group of supporters. We had you know the drums, the flags, everything there, and I mean it was it was truly a day that like you know really it all came to fruition, and and uh, a day that we'll never forget. Taking a step back, it's kind of just one of those things. Like it was just it's been an honor just to like be a small part of that. And uh, it's and especially when it comes to like the launch event and how, oh my gosh, like you, I went home and just watched that the launch event all over again and like would get chills and I still get chills anytime I see a photo or a video from it or something and you know and just seeing like just all of it come together and you know and there's multiple supporters groups now and then some of it had like did fracture from uh, from Terminus Legion and they're like all, everybody's still I think really good friends and always willing to collaborate and once that team comes in March and plays that first game, I think you're going to see them all come together and, you know, and, and unite their support for the team. And I think, uh, I think, yeah, we're, like, we all, we all have a chance to prove every doubter in the country wrong come March. And I think we, we all can do our like small part to, to make that happen. And so I'm excited to see how that goes. So there's a team, April, 2014, there's a team, there's a supporters group. So what's the next steps for Terminus Legion at that point? Building out the support, building out the culture, building out the traditions. Uh, you know, and the, I was the basically the founding president for about a year, two years, uh, and yeah, and I, I think one of the things I really wanted to do is, you know, make sure that it was a fun group, something that people wanted to come out, a very close knit group, uh, and and everybody just kind of comes together and have to have fun and also support um, their favorite soccer team. And so, so you know, we wanted to get some chance going and it's hard to do that when there's uh, not a team and, and then try to, so we, we want to make sure that we always have really great tailgates, really great events. Uh, we, we want it to support the, the grassroots soccer. So we were supporting the Silverbacks and, you know, and we, we, we love the Silverbacks. We were hoping that they would eventually, uh, you know, somehow either be partnered or become the team. Uh, we know that that, was, that would be difficult cult in the in the current climate but uh yeah and it was it was Atlanta soccer you know of, of more than anything else and we we were there every game to, to shore support and uh you know we had some great chance some great some really great awesome nights where the U.S. Open Cup we would play Real Salt Lake we, you know we would play a couple of other MLS teams we would have hundreds of people filling out the stands uh and that really just showed that yeah I mean we, we can come together and do these really cool chants and and have and have a great time and we probably spent a, the majority of our first year other than on merchandise and stuff a lot of our first year budget was on just trying to do the most epic and awesome tailgates uh, that we possibly can and, and you know I think that was kind of the tradition that we built and hopefully uh, you know when when the MLS team comes so they'll we we want to get people getting their hours early, having a good time already, and then that way when we do the march to the to the stadium, uh, everyone's kind of already there. Uh, so that's that's definitely a goal and a, a culture that we want to you know try to thr make thrive and and continue. Yeah, you mentioned that you, you sort of took the role as president in the early days. Talk about maybe your evolution between now and say you know looking ahead to March 2017. Yeah, so uh, I think the you know the group is, is now it's as much as. It was go time before the launch event. It's really go time, you know, where we're kind of back in the parallels of like, okay, like now it's really time to take all this work and all, all the people that we brought together and, and you know, and, and make it to where that come March 2017, you know, we got the, the awesome Tifa, we've got the, you know, the great chance, we've got that, like, you know, the, because we can, 
have all the members and they can do all these things, but the, what, what really comes to comes to a head is that first game and those games afterwards where, you know, are we providing the support to, to try to influence the team and, and give the support to the team to, you know, to encourage them to victory. And I mean, I think everyone's seen soccer where, uh, you know, the, the crowd can actually like really have an impact, have an effect on the outcome of the game. And, you know, I think when it comes to Atlanta, we, can't, we sometimes get a bad reputation and with the passion I've seen around this team. I think that could be this could be something that you know, and, I, and from the day from the first day the team was announced, there were people in other cities that would do articles about why Atlanta would fail, and I was kind of, you know, I would write kind of counter articles where you know there would be it would be, almost be a rant but filled with some mm -hmm. facts and you know, but it would be a very passionate reply that would basically kind of put those people in their place and be like just wait and see and I, and now it, come March it's time to prove the doubters wrong and, and it, we have a way to, we have a chance and um, you know hopefully. Have the ability to show that. So, absolutely. So, going back to the website, uh, Atlanta wants a MLS. Like, you know, I did a little research, and I actually, you wrote, I don't know who wrote it, I assume it was you, was like the 10 points of why soccer will be successful in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it, you, you make some really good points. Um, you know about the soccer specific stadium, an owner that cares, uh, sort of the diverse diverse population, and you know you, you you make a case for why it will succeed. And I and I think a lot of people, I mean I'm not from here, and I, but I know a little bit about the Atlanta sports culture. But like you said, let's wait and see. Let's see what happens. Let's get the people there, and let, and let's show them. Yeah, and and I'm. My, my career is as, as an analyst, and so I'm always like, I've got number, you know, I'm like, and I can, I'm more than happy to look at both sides of a debate and stuff, but like, have the information and have the facts, and, and I, I look, and Atlanta's a tough city for a sports team. It always has been, it always will be, because it's hard to get from one place in Atlanta to another. Uh, you know, stuck in traffic, and when a lot of people get home on a weekday, you know, at six or seven o'clock from an hour commute, they're not likely to go back downtown. But there are a lot of demographics uh, changing. A lot of more people are moving back downtown. A lot, you know, and this is something where with, with some other teams leaving the city, this could really kind of unite the support and the grassroots support for a team that is downtown. And, you know, I, I think there's only, you know, we have an opportunity to show it. We already have, we're already in the upper, you know, half of the league in season ticket sales before we even play a game. You know, before, you know, before the coach was even named, before, you know, I mean, pretty sure we were pretty close to above average in the league before we even had a team name, you know. So it's one of those things like there, there are, and I, I, I was actually talking to people throughout the years at all these events, and there's people who are not even fans of an Atlanta sports team yet, and they are dying for the day when Atlanta had a, had an MLS team. And, uh, you know, and I, I saw that passion firsthand, and I saw that, you know, and the youth soccer culture around here is just absolutely second to none anywhere else in the country. And you're going to have, you know, not only are you going to have the diehard supporters, not only are you going to have kind of the corporate folks or something because it's an international city, but you're going to have a huge youth-focused culture of people bringing their families, you know, bring, and, you know, and everything blinks down with the stadium. It's been really great as far as keeping the concessions pretty economical even season tickets were pretty economical mm -hmm. to where you know a falcons game might be a couple hundred bucks for a family of four you're looking at atlanta united you know probably being under a hundred dollars for tickets food uh you know and, and everything combined and you know and that's something that you're going to see uh really you're going to see that you're going to see all the demographics of the city of atlanta be at these games and that's just something that's going to 
really bring together uh, the team and the, you know try not to try not to be too cliche, but it will be like Atlanta United when you look around and you see just all the different types of people that will be there, and it will be something to see. And I think something that will help to unite the city. And you know, we've we've had a lot of heartbreak with our sports teams, and we've had a lot of you know, did, uh, and, and I think that leads to a little bit of uh, you know holding back a little bit and I think you know with a whole new team with a whole new blood uh, you know but before we're also disappointed with them or something which you know who knows but it's a clean slate and I think that will bring a lot of people together. What excites you about uh, Terminus Legion, Atlanta United, Atlanta Soccer? You touched a little bit about it uh, sort of what's coming up but is there anything that's like in two years, three years, five years, ten years is there something either from the group itself, Terminus Legion, from the team, or maybe from Atlanta soccer culture that you really want to see? Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to, like, a very organic culture of chants and TIFOs and stuff, I mean, there's so much, like, creative material for us to use, being from Atlanta, you know, so much really great Atlanta music, uh, you know, really, like, the culture of Atlanta, and, and you know, I, I was a big fan, I mean, you see Terminus Legion, the logo, you see a kind of a railroad motif, all of that. Uh, no team really brought together the, the like the history of Atlanta and why we were founded and why we were why we uh, you know why we grew as this great city and and uh, I, I really think that I don't know and, and sometimes there might be a lot of people that think that's boring but I do think that you know even if it's as simple as doing a chant based off of a really great rap, you know rap song or another great Atlanta song or if the whole stadium is doing Georgia on my mind you know or something like that or you know just all of that organic stuff that we can just make really just true to Atlanta and you know, original, like, I don't, I love the, I believe that we will win, and I love the, you know, we love you, we love you chants, and all of that, but I really think, like, if we can have a whole, you know, repertoire of chants that just, you know, are totally organic, totally original, uh, that would be, that would be amazing, and, you know, I just see the TIFOs, and I actually got my season tickets in a place to where I feel like I can help with the TIFO roping, and all of that, and, you know, and, and the, maybe some call and response and, you know, and really just creating that, like, original culture that, holy crap, like, Atlanta's got a fan base that nobody really expected except for the people that, you know, have been here from, from the beginning and know that, okay, yeah, we sold out season, or not sold out, but we sold season tickets at a very fast clip. And we, you know, and, you know, we... Terminus Legion, when, when we at the launch event, there were just so many, like, you know, so many people got memberships that first day. And so, you know, th th there's just this passion that hopefully Terminus Legion can be the one that brings that together and, and you know, create those great chants and create the amazing TFOs and, you know, and really make a difference. And, uh, you know, one of my greatest memories is for a different team, uh, the, you know, Georgia Tech. I used to kind of control the scoreboards and there was one game where you know and I, I could do the like the louder and all the crowd prompts on scoreboards and there was one game against Virginia Tech that like I felt like I truly made a difference and I went home and I had chills and I you know like I, I made that difference and uh, you know and it, it, I went home and the guys on the SPR were saying I don't know who does the video board but those guys they deserve the MVP and things like that and you know, if, Terminus, if, if a player at the end of a game says, you know, we, we were having a tough game, but we heard Terminus Legion in the stands, you know, chanting, and everybody else in the stadium was also chanting, and, you know, that helped us win. And, you know, when we win that MLS Cup and the players celebrate with us and all of that and just creating that player-team fan connection that you just don't see in any other sport that you do in soccer. And we, we could 
say that we were there from day one, and that's just something that, like, uh, I mean, it's a once in a life. That's why you're seeing, you know, a guy like Darren Eels be a part of the team, you know, being the president. It's why you're seeing Tata be the manager is because everyone, even the fans, have an opportunity to be a part of this from day one. And if you come up with a great chan idea, you know, and you submit it to Terminus Legion, next thing you know, that could be the thing that could be the chant that 10,000 people are chanting you know or if you create an awesome tifo idea that's the tifo that we're you know we're spending hours to paint and hang up and you know or if you have a if you have a seat in the front row and we score a game-winning goal and the player jumps in and celebrates with the fans well that could be you and you know like we're all a part of that that like the beginning history that you might not realize it now but you know, you look at teams that have been around for hundreds of years, or you know, for over a hundred years. That tradition they built, we're creating that tradition from day one, and, and that's just something that, as being a fan of many sports and a fan of many teams, I was born into a lot of it. And this is something that, like, okay, I'm, I, I feel like I'm actually, and we all are a part of like creating that culture and that tradition. And, uh, it, it's it's it, that is what excites me more than anything else easily. Well, perfect. Our guest has been Matt Segal. He's one he's one of the founders of Terminus Legion. And he's a member of the board uh, for Terminus Legion currently. So I uh, look forward to seeing you at games uh, starting at Bobby Die and then moving to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So um, thanks a lot for taking some time. All right, thank you. All right.